What is going on, Badger fans? Late edition of Locked On Badgers. We got a lot to talk about. Are we overselling Tanner Mordecai? Is Iowa the team to beat? AJ Store could be better than Johnny Davis? Wow, there's, there's questions to talk about, guys. Let's go. You are Locked On Badgers, your daily podcast on the Wisconsin Badgers. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What's going on, Badger fans? It is late. I'm Ryan Herrings. That guy over there is Believe with Rajiv. I didn't I didn't even have your name on here today. I have Believe with Rajiv. So <laughs> I see that. I came on the show and I was like, oh, wow. All right. There you yeah, go. I texted Rajiv like seven, uh, 10 minutes ago. I was like, hey, you want to jump on? It is 149 Eastern. Let's go. And here we go. I love it. Thank you for jumping because on. Because it's only 1049 Pacific. So this is great for me. It's probably perfect. So what I wanted to do and the, the genesis of the show is I had a bunch of comments on YouTube. We always try to loop those back in because I think the community, that's part of what we are, right? Getting your thoughts on the show. So we try to loop that in. And I just realized next week coming up, game week, we're going to have previews, season previews, our giveaway show. I have Brian Smith coming on tomorrow. So I just really wanted to do this show. And I again, I, I kind of guilted Rajiv into it, I think. So <laughs> you ready? Let's just start banging out these comments. All right. So the first one I, I do, and Rajiv, I didn't even run this one by you. It should be no surprise to anybody, but if you put stuff online, you get a lot of really kind of negative comments. And most of them I ignore, but like occasionally I get one that's Rajiv. I'm going to put one up here just so people understand the type of flack. And this one is one where it almost crosses the line. Ryan, you're a really great announcer, but the facial hair with a down emoji. Listen, this facial hair is great. And I know you're used to... Rajiv over there. Okay, not everybody has that. Not everybody <laughs> has um, Jesse Temples. Like, this, it's just a different thing. It's fine. Get off. <laughs> so, thank you, Will. I love I love that you listen. Um, I will try to clean up my facial hair game a little bit, but I can't be Rajiv. Like, that man has got yes, it going for on. For those of you listening on the podcast, um, Justin and I have far better beards than Ryan. It's or true. lack thereof for Ryan, I should say. Mine, mine grows in like a sparse birch forest. <laughs> it's not dense enough. All right, let's get into our real comments here. So this is from Tim Olson. I've said repeatedly, I think the Renfro potential injury is a big deal. He said, chill out. Renfro has never played it down for the Badgers. You make him sound like he is the team. You're obsessed. Um, Rajiv, am I like overblowing the impact of – and again, I've talked – we don't know. He's not out right. for the season yet, but are we overblowing or am I overblowing the potential of this injury? Well, so I think – I don't think you're overblowing it. I think that one of the issues, if you look back at last season, what was one of the big problem areas that we had? An offensive line did, didn't really perform the way we expected them to last year. And we needed changes on that line. And when we got Renfro, we immediately thought, okay, like here's a guy that's got really good measurables that can do this, that can play that center position, giving Bordellini the chance to play where he really belongs on the, on that on that guard spot. So I don't think we're overplaying it now. We don't know what he's going to be. We're not really sure. But what we know is that the offensive line has to improve from last season. And Jake Redford was going to be a key a cog in that. Does it have to be that way? No. Can they improve without him? Absolutely. But I think we were all just pretty excited about that, about that him being inserted into that center spot. And now that he you know he's going to be out for a little bit and we're not unsure about his injury situation, I think it does really add some instability to the line at least from our perspective, because of what happened last year. But so no, I don't really think it's, it's, it's overblown. I think it's, it's a big deal. I, I would point out too, and Commandant Clink has mentioned this a lot, a uh, great friend of the show that it, it impacts your depth potentially too, right? Obviously that that's a big part of this, but here's, here's where I've kind of gone at the transfer portal in a way is like free agency, right? You're bringing mm-hmm. a coach in to fill gaps. 
that's why it's a loss. You don't need to see Jake Renfro on the team to to know they brought him in to be the version of Jake Renfro that was the all AAC center, right? They, they had a gap and they filled it through the transfer portal. So then not having him potentially that that's a big loss. I think that's a really big loss. He he's a guy who LSU was after. Like this is a major addition they brought in that they're not going to have at full strength at, at a minimum at full strength for a while. So I would agree with you. I don't think we're underselling that. Um, let's go on. Oh, let's get some comments here too. Louis S says 1244 AM not on the <laughs> East coast, Louis. <laughs> Uh, let's go here. Uh, Bucky Gas says late night Badger action. Jake Iannaro, my dudes. I love Jake, man. He's the best. He said uh, Badger's undefeated going into Ohio State game. Lock it in. Regimes. I hope so, man. I really, really hope so. That that to me will can, can potentially def- – I mean, obviously that means we could have a really, really great year because then we're looking at maybe only one loss, even if we lose to Ohio State. That would be a massive, just massive if that happens. Yeah, and we'll be there. It's going to be so much fun if that's an undefeated. That's going to be so much fun. Um, let's come up to here. This one is from Ryan. They'll be just fine without Renfro. It's not like they have to throw a true freshman or some Yahoo in there. Bordelina is preparing, preparing to play center. A lot of teams would love to have him start, start center. So this is kind of covering some of the ground we just covered. I, I want to, again, point out just because you have Bordellini, uh, there's a reason Bordellini in, first of all, he has struggled with snaps. Like it hasn't been seamless. It's not like you shifted him over there and he's become Travis Frederick. Mm-hmm. But there's a reason he was excited about Renfro. It's because he's better at guard. You know, so not only are you not getting the center in Renfro, but you're not getting the, the best version of Bordellini. And then you're getting someone else in at guard that wasn't as good as Bordellini because Bordellini was a starter at guard for a reason. So I just think it it's not this seamless thing. And Ryan, I get what you're saying. Like, I don't think it's going to be a disaster with, ten, uh, with Bordellini in there, but it creates a domino chain where you're not getting the best version of Bordellini. You're not getting the best guard that you would have in there if everybody was healthy. Um, I, I think it's a bigger deal than just being able to ship Bordellini over. Yeah, yeah, I agree, and, and I think that yeah, he it, Ryan, you're right. Uh, you know, a lot of teams would start him at center, but you know, the the bottom line is, are we better with him at guard, and are we better with him at center? And I think, are we better with him at guard? The answer is yes. Maybe he has a fantastic year at center, but he's definitely had snap problems. And obviously, I wish him well. If that's what's going to happen, that's great. But I still think that we're losing something there. The line is not as good with him not being in the guard spot. I think, Ryan, you just said it right. I mean, it's, it's a fair point. And look, it's still a miss, right? I mean, whatever happens, it's a miss. Now, if the line plays great, then that's that's fantastic. But it's still going to be a miss. And I think Bordellini playing at center is not ideal. It's an okay, sure. But would we want him at guard? Probably. Yeah, agreed. Um, this is from BV. Just a nice comment. Uh, this is uh, from a show you, I, and Justin did. And he said it's a must-watch when all three of you are in a video. Thank you. That, that's that's really nice. We, we do like doing them. The, the tripod is fun. All right, let's get into this one. So we talked to AJ Store the other day. This is from Gabe Ramos. He said, in my opinion, he possesses the potential to evolve into a significantly better and more consistent college player than Johnny Davis. Rajiv. Interesting. Um, this is this is a really interesting one. So I publicly have said on the show that I, I wasn't like I, I think Johnny Davis was great. He was a great player, but I was always a little bit lower on him than everyone else because I think that he did have offensive stretches where he struggled. He, he struggled shooting the ball some. And I look, I don't think he's going to be better than Johnny Davis. But I do, does he have the potential to be? Yes, because he has a shot. Because he has more consistent scoring abilities. Um, I think the athleticism is certainly on par. Um, and we also, we haven't seen it. We have no idea how he's going to fit in the system and how he's going to be at Wisconsin, but does he have potential? Sure. Because he's got, I mean, he's got the size, he has extreme athleticism. So 
he has the potential to be an NBA player. I mean, easily NBA player if if he can develop properly and if he if he's if he's great. So yeah, could he be better? Yes. Is he going to be better? I don't think so. Yeah, I, I'm going to sell this one. And you and I have differed a little bit on Davis anyway, so it's probably not a big surprise we're going to be a little different here. I, I would start with he. I don't see any way he becomes significantly better. I, I would. I mean, significantly. The, Johnny Davis was. Big Ten player of the year. Like, I, I don't know how you get significantly better than that lottery pick, you know. Um, so I'm going to start there. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to sell that. I, I think I, I wish I would have seen, and maybe he wouldn't have been a lot better. Like, maybe my hypothesis would be incorrect, but I wish I would have seen Johnny Davis on a team with better shooting around him where teams couldn't collapse so much. I, I wonder what that version of Johnny would have looked like. Um, and maybe it wouldn't have been much different to receive to your point. It, maybe it wouldn't have been, but I don't think store is going to be better than Johnny Davis. I think store is going to be a really good impactful player though. Um, yeah, uh, totally. let's go here. Um, Rajiv, uh, in the, in the interview with John, AJ store, I asked him where he's most comfortable in the court. He said everywhere. I love it. I actually, when I watched, so I watched that show this morning and I texted Ryan, when I saw that and I was like, wow, what a great comment. I mean, by the way, good interview. I'm glad he, he came on the show and he had said some really interesting things. That was really a funny one. He's like everywhere. Uh, but I really like the, the point of I'm just bringing up his, his interview now, but I thought it was great because he talked about pushing the tempo a little bit and playing in transition. And how many times have we talked about scoring droughts with this team? And that is a way to battle that and to beat that, right? By improving your transition game. And if he's going to be a player in the transition game now, what does that bring to our offense? It's really, really exciting. So I'm glad he's comfortable everywhere and hopefully he can score from everywhere. Yeah. And here's the thing, man. I, like there's a very fine line between confidence and cocky, right? You're you you got to have a belief, and that's a, that's a good thing, right? I, I like I like the swagger. I think, quite frankly, we I say we, but the Badgers team can use a little bit more of that, right? A little bit more of I'm I'm a better athlete than you, and I can get where I want on the court, and I can I can do what I want. I, I like that swagger, right? You you um, need that to win in college basketball. And look at all the all the best teams have that trait. I mean, you've got to have that sort of killer confidence to be able to, you know, to to be successful at this level. That's well said. I agree. Uh, this one, I just want to continue tying this in. So this is from user. I think is his comp, uh, uh, name. I don't know. Maybe I misspelled that. But he said, "Great show. Can't wait to see him play in person again." Talking about AJ Store gives us that athletic spark on both mm-hmm. ends of the court. I wanted to put this comment up because. There, there are some really athletic wings in college basketball at the higher level, right? And last year's team lacked lacked the player that we could put on the wing and match up with the most athletic guys and say, at least from an athletic standpoint, we can go toe-to-toe with you. That's what A.J. Store gives us defensively, right? We talked offense. We talked transition. He gives us a guy that athletically we can match up against any wing Michigan State puts out there, Ohio State puts out there, Purdue puts out there, and at least be on equal footing. That's a big deal to me. How many times during reaction shows last season did we say we're lacking athleticism, we're lacking athleticism, we don't have the athletes? I don't know how many times that word came up, right? It's just endless. And the fact that we went out there just as necess- as needed and got a super great athletic wing with so much upside, yeah, I mean, this is great. Like, this is exactly what this team needed. Great guard brought in the exact player. Oh, how many times do we say athletic wing? Literally, if we wrote down on a sheet of paper, what do we want? We said athletic wing. Boom, there you go. That's really well said. All right, we're going to take a quick break. We're going to come back, and we're going to talk about are we underselling Iowa and Cade McNamara and the offense for the Hawkeyes? Because people are saying that. 
and I would like to talk about it. I can't even do it seriously, but we are going to talk about it. That's coming up next on Lockdown Badgers. But first, a quick break for friends of the show, um, new friends of the show, actually, over at Game Time. You know, Game Time, like, finding tickets shouldn't be a big battle. And we're going to have to go through this. We're going to use Game Time, Rajiv, myself, and Justin, for the Ohio State game. We're going to find the best tickets, the fastest, at the cheapest price. And you do that on Game Time. That's that's you don't want to put energy into that. You want to put energy into planning your tailgate. You want to put energy into figuring where you're going to get uh, cheese curds and beer and all that stuff. Not, well, what ticket can I save a little bit more on and how much time I'm going to put into that? I don't want Expedia tickets. I guess it's just too much work. Game time takes all the work out of that flash deals, last minute sales. Plus, it's not just sports, concerts, shows, comedians. Game time has access to all the best events at the best prices. It's a place for last minute tickets and you don't need to plan, like I said, months in advance. So if you want to do this, if you want to get the best tickets at the quickest, easiest way, snag the tickets without the stress with game time, download the game time app, create an account and use the code locked on college for 20 bucks off your first purchase. That's simple. Terms apply again, create an account, redeem code locked on college for $20 off download game time today. Last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. All right, let's keep going here. Let's get Rajiv back on. Uh, let's check out some of the comments again. This is this is late. Badgers locked on Badgers. Uh, it's Gabe two, two a.m. Eastern time right now. Wow. Gabe, we just talked about your comment, man, about um, about uh, AJ Store versus Johnny Davis. Uh, both of us kind of sold it. Like none, of, neither of us are quite there. I, I think Rajiv is closer. Though. I'm more so there than Ryan is for sure. Let's see. Let's keep going here. Um, yeah, AJ Store is bigger. That's true. Um, AJ Store. Is bigger than Davis. I think he's more athletic too. But listen, Davis also there was he had an innate toughness, like he had an intangible ability to to create shots and to play through contact. And I don't know. I just we don't know if Agistore has that yet. We'll know soon enough. Mm-hmm. All right, let's get some more comments here. This one is. Let's get one more basketball, and then let's shift back to football for a little bit. This is from JS uh, with Gus and talented freshman, obviously referencing Blackwell, Winter, and AJ. Adding that athletic punch to the returning starters could be really good next year. Uh, I think people are sleeping a little bit on this basketball team in terms of the hyping football as a big part of that. But, Rajiv, where are you at on getting excited for what basketball could be this year? Uh, look, I'm really excited with the players that we brought in. Obviously, I'm excited with the the if you you know li- list the team out last year, list the team out this year, I'm much happier. But at the end of the day, I'm, I need to see it a little bit with the, with these guys because you know last year was was rough, and although we've got everybody you know that we need to, um, AJ Store, hopefully he folds he folds in well. But there were still some coaching things that we talked about last year that didn't really have to do with the talent. That yes, they had to do with it, but. Ultimately, will Greg Gard, deal, how will he deal with his in-game coaching, and will that differ from what we saw last year? I think that's a big part of it. So, yeah, listen, I'm 100% into this team. I'm definitely excited about it. But my excitement is a little bit tempered because I do want to see this in action and see how it goes. Also, I'm way too excited about football right now to be excited about basketball as much. So that definitely plays a part. Um, but, yeah. I, I want to see what Greg Gard's going to do and what he's going to change before I really am buying super successful season. Yeah, I think that's well said. I don't even know if I have much to add to that. I, I agree with a lot of it. Uh, I'm going to kick this one over to you, Rajiv, and let you start on this one. So first comment here is I'll take Iowa over Wisconsin. They revamped their offense. Iowa reloads defense and revamps offense. That's from Connor Alt. And then uh, you can just read this one as well, and you can just take this. 
Wisconsin fans may be surprised by what Iowa does with Kate at quarterback. I can argue Wisco just as bad as Iowa's offense last year. Raymond Martin says that. All right. So look, the previous comment you put up there that Iowa evolves. Yeah. Revamps. Oh, I don't think I was revamping any offense with Brian Ferentz out there at coordinator. You're not revamping anything. That is, we had one of the more uninventive offenses in the country last year. I admit that. And we all, we talked about it many times, how bad it was and difficult it was to watch. That being said, I was, was worse. And frankly, we have just completely revamped everything with our offense, everything from our coach, our coordinator, every single piece of it. Look at, we have 30 new players on this team this year, 30. So we're good. And um, yeah, until Iowa gets rid of Kirk Ferentz and his son and brings in a whole new team, seriously, stop with the revamps offense. I don't think so. Not a chance. They're fantastic defensively and they will continue to be. But I will never buy anything with Iowa's offense as long as those two guys are in charge. Yeah, I listen, I agree. Like, I kind of laughed about it before I, we came out. Here's the thing, right? You can um, go to the auto parts store or eBay Motors, right? One of our sponsors of the show. Look at that, working it in. Um, not even get paid for that one. You can go to eBay Motors, buy a buy a new supercharger. And this is where my lack of car knowledge is going to come in. Buy a new supercharger, exhaust pipes, nitrous, whatever you want. If you still have an 80-year-old grandma driving the car, it doesn't matter, right? Like the guy coordinating the op, it, he doesn't know what to do. It Like it's not, he's not a good coordinator. That, that, that it's proven like so yeah you gave him some new weapons it's and by the way badger fans we fell for this a little bit too right did how 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 differently have we did we talk even a little bit less or like bobby ingram's in the offense is gonna be a little <laughs> different right you remember players in practice were talking about it and we're like okay we got somebody out and it was the same thing in, in, in retrospect that was just yeah because the guy at the top was still the same and the guy at the top still the same here and it's not gonna change you know I, listen if iowa fans are listening to this right now we believed too. We all thought that it was going to be different, but it wasn't. And now look what we have. We're really excited. I'm sorry you're not there yet. Maybe you'll get there soon. Yeah, I was. I believed. I, I was duped by the Bobby Ingram hire. I'll just say that. Um, yeah, we all were. This is Bucky 63. Too much hype over the Ohio State quarterbacks. They haven't done it yet. They I, they do it every year, though. I don't. I mean, I, like, like, like I said, I think that, you know, if, if, if Mordecai was there and, and we had McCord, then – would we be feeling differently? Probably. It's Ohio State. It's Ohio. So it's really hard not to judge Ohio State players and, and look at them, their excellence, because of the lens of looking at it through a team that crushes us year in and year out. So, you know, I I want to believe that that Mordecai is in a better position right now than those guys. And you know, it's it's very possible. And I still think in a vacuum of Ohio State, I'm probably taking Mordecai, but it's really hard to undersell Ohio State quarterbacks because they do it every single year. Yeah. I mean, it, it's just that, right? Like, it's like saying, man, um, gosh, it's too much hype over the sun rising all the time. Like, that's because it rises every time. I mean, I'm, I'm, I know it's hyperbole, and eventually an Ohio State quarterback is probably going to fall on his face at some degree. But even what, what does that even mean for an Ohio State quarterback, right? Like, it would be like a 3,000-yard season and 30 touchdowns. It's still going to be a good season, so – I just think their floor is so high because of everything that you mentioned, everything that goes around them. Uh, this is from Mr. Jaro. Ohio State and Michigan own the conference. It'd be nice if someone else grew a backbone and made it competitive to earn all that money these TV guys are paying. It's it's not a backbone thing, right? Like how Nebraska tries harder than anybody to win. 
Like they spend money, they fire coaches, they build facilities. It's just really hard to compete with great teams. Well, I mean, you talk about growing a backbone. What did Wisconsin do? Right? They fired a coach that won sixty eight percent of his games and brought in Luke Fickle. Like they they didn't bring in Jim Leonard in what would have been the easiest sell to the media ever. I mean, the media is still upset about it. Some some portions, right? So I don't think it's a backbone thing. It's just those are. It's really hard to catch the blue bloods. Yeah, I mean this this like and what we've done right now is we are trying to catch them. And I think we will catch them. Not maybe not quite there anytime directly soon, but yeah, I mean it's it's really really difficult. These recruits. I mean, we just got done talking about Ohio State quarterbacks. Like these guys have five stars rolling in year in and year out. You name the top quarterbacks in the in high school in the country, and I'll tell you where they're going to Ohio State, they're going to Alabama, they're going to Georgia, they're going to Michigan. That's where they're going to go. So it's just you know it's difficult, but we'll we're on the right path to get there. I love this comment here. I just got to throw it out there. This is from Todd R. He said, dude, I love the show, but your podcast times are all over the place. <laughs> it's literally impossible to watch live. Can't you send out a notice on Twitter ahead of time? Perhaps a bad signal. I love that I'm putting that comment up at 2 10 in Eastern going live. Todd, where are you? Did you catch this one? <laughs> I don't I mean, I, it is, I will say for those that are they're listening, like, I mean, what happens most of the time is that Ryan sends us a message saying, hey, you know, we're we're doing a show or we have, we have a plan to show tonight, plan show tonight. Sometimes he doesn't decide he's going live until literally 10 minutes before he's like, Oh, let's get the, let's get the community comments in there. So he doesn't always have it planned out. So, you know, <laughs> that is, I'm like a, a very, very, um, non-violent version of the Joker in that way. There is no plan. Like, I, do I look like a guy with the plan? I just hit the <laughs> buttons and take comments. Right. I will say this though. Um, I didn't just put this up here to kind of have a chuckle over it. Uh, to Todd, like getting the community involved and, and having you more involved in lives is actually really important to me. And that's something I have been thinking about. Like I do want, honestly, one of the reasons I haven't put like a signal up on Twitter is, and this may sound weird, it feels like a little self-important and I don't know if I don't, right? Like, I, I don't know. I don't want to put it out there and be like, look at me, I'm going live and have people, that's probably the wrong way to look at it. Cause I want the community involved. And if you want to be on the show, I want that as well. So your, your feedback is is taken into consideration and appreciated. Um, let's go here. This one is – this is another comment here I wanted to get into, Rajiv. This is a great one from Jan Volk, friend of the show. Great time to be a Badger fan. All the excitement around the football team. Fickle, the basketball team, returning starters, volleyball. And he didn't mention it, but out throwing the men's hockey hire. Rajiv, like, this is this – is, and Chris McIntosh at the helm. I think Chris McIntosh is the reason for all of these – all of these things that are listed here is because of what he did. Um, and I've said it before, and I will say it as many times as I can. This guy has changed the entire culture of this athletic department. And we went from not so good to a great athletic department, um, you know, and everything that Barry did for the football, football program and then for the athletic department. And look at what it's now. It's just taking that next step up. Right. And this is the next step. And we have, you know, the, the, the next logical step for this program is to national national dominance and relevance and being at that stage and playing with those guys. And it, it permeates all sports, not just football, but obviously with what's happening in basketball, hockey and everything and, and women's volleyball, there's so many great things. And yeah, this is the direct effect of what having a guy like McIntosh has done. And we are so lucky to have him and, and his, he's clearly being a visionary. He's clearly stepping out of the box. He's doing things that are against the grain um, for Wisconsin, but it's all for the betterment of the programs and kudos to him, man. Uh, Nick Flaviv, Flaheev, man, I'm sorry. I know I'm mispronouncing your last name. Let me know how to pronounce that. Um, Mac is a top five athletic director in the country. 
I got to be honest. I don't know um, many athletic directors. Probably too early to tell. Yeah. I, 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 there's nobody I would trade them for right now. Yeah, <laughs> like, 100%. Let me ask you this, Rajiv. This is not a, a comment, but I, I want to ask, is there any part of the athletic department right now that you're down on is maybe the wrong word? We just listed off like four or five programs are really excited about the hires, the direction. Is there something that is frustrating to you in the athletic department right now or something that you don't think is up to par? Not really. Honestly, I feel like we're making strides. I mean, even in one of the the more the programs that has really been down for quite a while, like women's basketball, they're starting to make some potential strides. I think they, they're on the verge of something, you know, a growth spurt. And so, yeah, no, I really think that everything he's doing is, is doing it right. I don't follow all of the other sports. I don't, I mean, to, to, to be honest with you, I don't know all that much other than the, the top few programs. So, but Everything that I'm seeing from what I do witness and what I do watch, it's very impressive. Um, yes, we need baseball. Jordan Rung said baseball. We do need baseball. Yeah. Um, let's go. Let's keep going here. Uh, Jordan Rung says if he brings baseball back, he is top one. <laughs> yeah. I mean, let's get into another comment here. This is about a comment I made uh, worried about our defensive line. I've been worried about linebackers last year. This is from Mr. Wisco. He says, Ryan, how come you always expect Ohio State will just reload every year, but don't think our D will do the same, even though they have done it year after year after year. And to me, it just comes down to recruiting pedigree. Like, you're, so this is a great point, Mr. Wisco, and thank you for the comment. Like, our defense has reloaded consistently for a really long time. Has it reloaded everywhere, though? Like, that's the thing. Ohio State kind of reloads everywhere, right? I mean, they're not elite every season, but they always have dudes in the defense line, in the secondary, receiver, on offense line, at running back, at quarterback. I don't know if we've ever really reloaded consistently on defense line or in the secondary, at least up to maybe – I think Fickle changes that, but – that's, I think, the difference is we reload in places and Ohio State reloads everywhere. Yeah, we're when, when we have people leave the program and, and their time is up, we look down the line and look at our where is there a four star coming up in this position? Is there which three stars are going to break out? Maybe there's the occasional five star like we're excited about individual guys, but they can literally look at their entire recruiting class and be like, yeah, they're all going to be gamers. Half of them are going to go to the NFL. I mean, that's just the pedigree they bring in. I've said before, I think we can get to that point. I do believe that we have the ability to recruit with Ohio State and Michigan. I honestly believe that. And I think we will in the future. But for now, this those guys are the, the top of the recruiting you know, mountain in the Big Ten. And they're going to stay there for a while. Uh, Timothy Palm says Iowa better off punting on first down, giving their defense more chances to score. I mean, not wrong. Yep. Uh, Mike D says, with all the hype on Nick Evers' athleticism, his spring game hasn't been good, both spring and fall camp. Is he headed into bust territory, Rajiv? I'll let you kick this one off. No, I don't think he's headed into bust territory. I think Nick Evers is a super good athlete. I'm excited about everything he brings. And yes, when you look at who we have back there with brain lock, with the years of eligibility, we've said before that we don't think both of them are going to stay with this program long term. And so, but I don't think he's, if, even if he doesn't do it here, if for some reason Brainlock's going to be the guy and he wants to go somewhere else, he's going to do it somewhere. I, I, I really do think he's a, he's a great player and, and I hope he does. And I hope he's, he's great. So no bus category. I wouldn't say that yet. Um, could he be sure, but I really like the, the physical tools he brings. And I think he's going to be good wherever yeah. it is. Um, so I'm actually going to kind of agree with Mike on this. Is he headed into bus territory? And there, there's some semantics playing with the words there. Right. Um, I would agree with you that I certainly wouldn't say like rubber stamp it. He's a bust right now. I think that's unfair. 
he, he's a young player, a lot of athleticism to your point. And here's the thing, athletic players get more leash, right? Um, the athletic players in the NBA, you get drafted a little higher and they say, we hope we can figure out a jumper. The athletic quarterbacks get more of a leash because if it, if it clicks, you get, you get a, a monster. However, I think you'd be hard pressed to find a guy who comes in with his recruiting pedigree and immediately gets placed behind another transfer of the same class and behind a walk-on. Because, I mean, I think you'd be hard-pressed to find many people who turn that around in a year or two. So I, I think it's doubtful, man. I think it's doubtful he becomes a, a really good quarterback. And I, I, I am not rooting for that. I want to be right. very clear. But I, I don't think it's probably likely. I mean, yeah, I get it. And I hear your point about what's already happened in the room this year. And that's a very, it's a very valid point. I think that's fair. But I just think that he's still super young and, and he hasn't had a shot yet, really. I mean, and, and if he gets time working with, with first team reps and, and more in practice, I think he just he has the tools. His upside is there. Right. Is it going to it's going to develop? Uh, we don't know. But we do know the upside is there. His ceiling is high. Maybe his floor is a little lower, yes, but his ceiling is high, and I want to still believe that like there's a player in there. There's a guy that we were really excited got, that we got. And, yeah, I mean, I, I, I don't think that just because he's behind lock now is that bad of a sign. No, I, I, that's fair, and you're, you're 100% correct. The ceiling's really high. By the way, this is also why – imagine if all of our eggs were in the Everest basket, right? We'd be a little more freaked. This is also why, like, you stack talent, right? Yeah. It's, that's it, what Ohio State does. That's what Ohio State does. That's what also what Phil Longo does, apparently. So um, <laughs> I don't want to make light of it. Like, you don't want people to struggle, but that's why yeah. you keep adding bodies. Um, this one's from Tim. He said, Varner, seven and a half sacks, only 10 games last year. He's almost 20 pounds bigger. I don't know if that was responding to a question, but I certainly that's a dude that we're excited about if he can get on the field. Yeah, if he if he's going to play a lot, we're, we, we think he can do great things. Hey, Scary Alvarez is here. Are y'all up late or early? <laughs> Very well, it's late. It's not even that late for me. It's only eleven fifteen, man. This is great. It's West Coast time. I get I get like nine o'clock Badger games. I get noon Badger games. It's really good. Uh, Mitch Scary would like to know if you can be the captain of your yacht. To which you've replied, "Send in your resume in the chat box." So, listen, we're we're all about making connections on Locked On Badgers. That's what this is all about. This is about networking in the community. Um, Let's see. Tim went on to say Evers um, potentially overrated by recruiting services. I think I, th- I don't know because I recruiting services rate. I think mean, he completed fifty five percent of his passes in high school. But recruiting services look at tools. I, I mean, they look at numbers as well, right? But it's a combination of things. And if you look it's at up, the tools, it's upside. Recruiting is yeah. upside. Recruiting that, is upside. That's literally what it is. And that's I mean, you are recruiting the potential ability for these guys to develop into great athletes and great players. So. Yeah. I mean, he has those tools. I don't think his tools can't really be argued. I I don't think, I mean, I feel like he, he has that upside. There's no doubt in that. Whether he turns into that, that's, that's every college program every year. There's so many players that never become that, but I would like to think that he still has that. Yeah. I think that's a good take. Uh, This is from Billy Bob. He said, the only quarterback we play better than Mordecai is, is Fenix. Uh, We, we don't play him. Billy, Billy Bob. But I love the comment. You're in some weird multiverse of scheduling. You're in a different Big Ten multiverse. You need to come right. back to this one. Um, who's who's the Badgers head coach in your multiverse? Maybe that <laughs> one's flattered. I don't know. Um, Rajiv, this is just kind of rolling into to randomness. Anything else that just been rolling around in your head, man? Football, basketball, guard, fickle, store, Mordecai, Braylon? 
I mean, the fact that we are so, so close to football season, like I was thinking today that next week is game week. I mean, next week is literally we're here. We're preparing for the game and we're going to see our boys play. It's going to be, it's just great to see, like, we're finally going to get to see this come to fruition. And, you know, yeah, we saw the spring game and yeah, that was a little disappointing, but we, I mean, we've been talking about this for months and ever since Luke Fickle came on, we've just been waiting for this to happen and for this, this, this team to just drop and and here we go. And yeah, I mean, we are so close to seeing yeah. this team kick off. And I think I'm, I'm nervous about it because you've got this excitement about it, but you're also thinking, have we overhyped it? Like, are we really going to be that good? Is Buffalo going to give us a, a really tough game? Like all these things are going through my head and you just don't know. It's such a big unknown, but it's hope. It's, it's the best part of sports in my opinion. And um, yeah, I mean, we're, we're ready to do it. Yeah, I, I agree. Um, this one's from Coldstone. Please address the Latou situation, like you said before. So, yeah, Kamoy Latou had – there was news that came out, and I don't want to – so I, I was going to address this uh, just for full disclosure, and then I didn't feel comfortable doing it because I, I don't have all the details. And what I would say is if if what's was put out there is true, then – and I don't know if it is. And, um, I'll, Rajiv, I'll give you the chance to if there's anything you want to add. I wouldn't want that person on the football team. I, I it just that that's my take on it. But I don't want to go any further than that because I I don't know if what was reported is true, and yeah. that's why that's why I phrase it that way. It's speculation is difficult. We don't really know what's happening out there, and we can all have opinions about it. It's tough. It's a difficult situation, but you know we'll see when facts come out, and we'll go from there. Yeah, but I I don't know. Like, and it's not fair for me to to speculate on things I don't know. So that's, that's, I think a, a, where I would go on that one. Um, all right. I think that's the comments, man. Um, I think that's the comments coming up next week or even tomorrow. We got Brian Smith coming on the show next week. Rajiv, Justin and I are going to be doing a season preview, picking games, picking the big 10 West. We're not going to be picking um, the scary Iowa offense to put up big numbers. I don't think despite what some comments are saying, we also have our award, our giveaway show next week. So Rajiv, I'm hoping to get you in on that one. And just a way to reward people in the community. We got some great stuff to give away. Um, Regime, anything I missed? No, I think we're that's great. We're we're so close, guys. Thanks for coming. Thanks for being part of our late show tonight. <laughs> yeah, I love it. All right, on Wisconsin, and we'll talk later. <laughs>